Welcome to EDC's Week in Review, your September 29th edition. Here are the top stories. Suspects arrested after legal guns, drugs, found in warrant search. Detectives arrested Daniel Weimar on numerous charges after executing a search warrant that turned up prohibited firearms, ammunition, methamphetamine, and paraphernalia. The man admitted owning the banned items found during the search, including a legal AR-style rifle. The charges he faces include being a felon in possession of a gun and possession of a controlled substance. Weimar was booked in the El Dorado County Jail. Bank theft duo sought. 5K stolen. Detectives are searching for a man and woman who stole over 5000 from a local resident's bank account in June. The suspects were able to access the victim's account and withdraw the funds from multiple Chase Bank branches, but how they obtained the debit card and PIN remains uncertain. Authorities believe the thieves may be linked to a gray Honda Pilot and a black BMW X3 and are urging anyone with information to come forward. Fentanyl dealer now faces federal charges. The federal grand jury brought a new indictment against Kamal Youssef, who is currently facing a state murder charge of a 20-year-old Eldorado County woman. Youssef has been indicted on federal drug charges and weapons charges stemming from the state investigation into fentanyl-laced counterfeit pills sales that allegedly led to a death. The charges include conspiracy to distribute fentanyl, distribution of fentanyl, and possession of firearms as a felon. He now potentially faces 10 years to life in prison. California proposes new insurance regulations amid coverage crisis. California's insurance commissioner has put four new regulations aimed at stabilizing the home insurance market in wildfire-prone regions. They would require major insurers to take on policies covering a percentage of at-risk homes in exchange for more flexibility in rate increases. With insurers rapidly pulling back from certain areas, the state says the rules would expand coverage options. But consumer advocates argue it gives too much ground without guaranteeing consumer benefit. Approval is not certain, as details are still being developed. Supervisors endure hateful calls. The El Dorado County Board of Supervisors faced an onslaught of phone calls filled with anti-Semitic and racist language while conducting a public meeting, but took no action to stop the callers. Citing free speech rights, the board and staff asserted they could not intervene despite the offensive comments aired during the call-in period. The response contrasts with other local governments that have muted or removed abusive callers from meetings immediately. Residents attending the meeting expressed dismay over the content of the messages. Minor progress made in the state's water power grab. Bills to give California more power to limit water use by senior rights holders failed this year. The proposal sought to expand drought curtailment powers, but agricultural groups opposed the moves. The only measure passed allows slightly more state oversight of potentially illegal diversions, far short of major reforms. With senior rights intact, water allocation debates will continue during shortages. Dollar General truck gets stuck, delaying drivers. Traffic backed up for an hour and a half on Snow's Road when a Dollar General truck became wedged while navigating a tight turn. The driver managed to get the truck turned around without needing a tow, but the incident highlighted an ongoing problem of large trucks getting stuck on narrow, winding county roads not suited for big rigs. Residents have reported numerous similar cases causing delays and want solutions like increased fines and warning signs. Cameron Park buys new engine despite funding uncertainty. The Cameron Park CSD opted to continue with a nearly $400,000 fire engine purchase despite unclear funding and operating at a deficit. Facing financial woes, the district considered canceling the order and letting Eldorado Hills Fire take the engine slot. But some board members argued having the future asset could aid annexation negotiations. Critics said proceeding without confirmed funding is unwise given the district's precarious budget situation. Massive cleanup effort targets Trash Tahoe homeless camp. Officials undertook a major cleanup of the Johnson Meadow area in South Lake Tahoe, where legal camping left behind over 200 cubic yards of trash and debris. Crews removed refuse 
and dismantled makeshift structures from the privately owned meadow that had become an entrenched homeless encampment littered with waste and hazardous items. The site will now be restored to prevent future unsafe occupation after the massive effort to beautify the natural area. Supervisors debate changes to charter. The Board of Supervisors considered potential modifications to the county charter, but opted not to place any charges on the 2024 ballot. Proposals involved compensation formulas and term limits, but were set aside over concerns voters would reject them. However, supervisors did direct further analysis of pay structure issues related to comparator agencies used to determine salaries. Any charter amendments would require future voter approval to take effect. Lake Tahoe car meet to see heightened police presence. South Lake Tahoe is gearing up for an influx of auto enthusiasts by deploying additional officers to enforce traffic laws during the unsanctioned Lake 2.0 car meet. Previous gatherings led to issues like noise complaints and parking lot congregation. To minimize disruptions, police will monitor for violations and some parking lots will be closed. Organizers have also warned participants they will be removed for disruptive conduct. Petition calls for accessible student transportation. An Eldorado County mother has started a petition seeking wheelchair accessible transportation options in the Buckeye School District. Her physically disabled son currently struggles to maneuver his manual chair at school all day. The petition asks the district to obtain a wheelchair accessible vehicle so mobility impaired students can fully access their education. It argues such services are necessary to provide equal opportunities and inclusion. Supervisors address cannabis cultivation regulations. The Board of Supervisors directed certain changes to local cannabis cultivation rules during a recent study session. They called for adjustments to taxation, permitting, and multi-year license provisions. But other topics like setback distances require further data before the Board can make informed decisions. Those issues will go to the Planning Commission for recommendations before the Supervisors Act. Wildfire Suppression Bill passes key House Committee. Legislation put forward by Representative Tom McClintock requiring the Forest Service to aggressively fight fires upon initial detection advanced out of a key House committee. The bipartisan bill mandates suppression efforts for all blazes in high-risk areas rather than monitoring small fires. Backers argue allowing them to spread endangers communities and enables massive wildfires. The measure aligns with growing consensus that protective forest management reform is urgently needed. Housing development returns after industrial project dropped. A residential community of 918 homes has been repurposed for Eldorado Hills after an industrial project on the site was abandoned due to local opposition. The housing plan previously stalled but is now being re-engaged with after the alternate commercial use faced resident resistance. Art exhibit showcases natural inspired works. 14 artists have been selected to display their creations at a nature-themed show in Georgetown this October. The 10th annual Invitational Art Show Colors of Nature will feature a variety of mediums including painting, photography, mixed media, and more. An opening night reception will kick off the exhibition that runs through the month. Visitors can vote for their favorite piece to determine the People's Choice Award winner. Oktoberfest celebration set for Placerville. Placerville will transform Main Street into a Bavarian festival for its annual Oktoberfest event on October 7th. The free public celebration aims to emulate the authentic German original with music, dance, costumes, and food and drink. Beer halls and food vendors will serve up bratwurst, pretzels, and other traditional fare. Families can enjoy rides, games, and crafts in a dedicated kid zone. Organizers hope the cultural experience will be both fun and beneficial for the community. This has been EDC's Week in Review, your September 29th edition. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, if you like our content, like and subscribe and share with a friend. And if you want to learn more about these stories, please see the show notes.